0: Big first weekend of official visit season for our Michigan State football Spartans. What are the names that we have to know going into this Saturday? Well, Ryan O'Blenus of Spartans Illustrated drops by to lend all of his information. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spartan friends, Spartan family, Locked on Spartans listeners, thank you so much for ending your week with us here at Locked on Spartans. Your team in green and white, five days a week. Except that's about to change. I'm so sorry. We just have to have two notes here before we get into our chat with Ryan Oblenis. With June rolling around, we're going to drop down to three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And also, here's a bonus. I might already be breaking that rule next week. We might have four shows next week. But yeah, as the summer goes along, Just June, July. Count on three days a week, but it could get up to four. And if it's a really busy week, then yes, we will be doing five days of shows. But just wanted to have that as a programming note. Moving forward, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, anything else? A nice little bonus from your old pal Matt of Locked On Spartans. Note number two, we got into it with Ryan Oblenis. Uh, yesterday we pre-recorded this. He went up and down the list of everyone visiting this week, and then about an hour after recording, Henry Hasselbeck, quarterback out of Massachusetts, three-star kid with offers from Boston College, Pitt, and Michigan State. He will also be visiting this weekend as well, so just wanted to make sure we added that to the list of names we're about to go through. And yeah, if that last name sounds a little familiar... No, you're not crazy. That That is indeed the son of longtime NFL quarterback and NFL uh, analyst Matt Hasselbeck. So, yeah, hey, some NFL pedigree blood coming to Michigan State this weekend, but certainly not the only talented kid. Let's go learn more about the names with our guy, Ryan Oblast We are about to just throw ourselves into official visit season. It's a very exciting time because, well, up to this point, Recruiting for the 2024 has not been too loud, but the Spartans are trying to make some noise here. We're gonna pick Ryan O'Blenis's brain about this here in a hot second. But first I suppose I should be nice and ask how you're doing. Ryan, welcome back to the show. How you doing, man? We doing okay?
1: I'm good. Always a pleasure to be here. Uh, you know, kind of looking forward to see how, seeing how this month shakes out. So it should be fun.
0: It's it's a big one. It's gonna have to be a big one for Michigan State, who's already Falling behind in recruiting, but again, we got how many months until signing day? There's a lot of time left, and well, a good way to get the ball rolling is with strong official visit weekends. We got the first one coming up, and Michigan State is starting off with a bang. We have a nice list of four stars here. Do you just want to take us through all the names that you know that are coming onto campus for this first weekend of June?
1: Yeah, so it it is a, you know, kind of a very... Impressive list, um, you know. Throughout the month is very, you know, is a very impressive list. I think that this first week though is especially important. There's, you know, that there are a lot of key targets coming, a lot of top prospects, a lot of. But not only that, um, you know, prospects who are higher rated but also have good relationships with Michigan State where where they feel like you know attainable prospects. It's not all the the five stars and the hype like you know maybe you saw last year. Um, sure. But yeah. yeah, I mean, so. Uh, And then just kind of to note here, Justin Denson and Mario Buford, um, you know, defensive backs, cornerbacks, they were planning to be here for this uh, weekend, but sounds like that's changing now. I know Denson had another obligation come up, so he's looking forward, or he's looking to uh, reschedule his Michigan State official visit to later in the month, Um, but he also has Florida and Oklahoma visits coming up, too, so... He's still working gotcha. that out. Buford was, um, you know, he was supposed to be here this first weekend, but he, you know, our uh, Nebraska site over at Rivals inside Nebraska reported that now he's going there this weekend. Okay. So and he seemed <laughs> to confirm that with this quote tweet. So I'm not exactly sure what happened there, but uh, it doesn't gotcha. sound like he'll be and he's Lansing this weekend. So be curious to see if he's able to reschedule that one or not. Um, but as for the the prospects who will be there, um you know, you got tight end Eric Carner, who mm-hmm. is you know he, he's pretty underrated right now. I know that he's going to be in line for uh, a rankings bump whenever the next update comes out. Uh, and Michigan State is still in need of a tight end, obviously in this class and a lot of other positions. But yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, he, he's a a very skilled tight end, um, and he you know he, he's got he just he was previously committed to Purdue. He decommitted from that. He released a top five um, that Michigan State was included on, but, you know, there's some steep competition with him, with Iowa, who's obviously like a tight end factory. And, um, you know, he had Alabama and other schools on his list. So I think that, you know, that's going to be important for him to get to campus and see how they can kind of roll out that red carpet for him and see if they can make any headway here. Because, you know, I, I do think that he's going to end, end up being one of the better tight end prospects in this class. Um, and then, you know, you have uh, uh, some California prospects coming out, um, Yep. several four-stars, four-star linebacker Dylan Williams. He was out there for the, the Spartan football kickoff spring game. And, um, you know, I think that visit really um, meant a lot to him. Like, I don't know, he didn't have Michigan State in his top schools initially. He came out for that weekend on April 15th, and I talked to him afterward, and he was just very impressed with everything that MSU was doing. And you know what he saw, and it didn't take long for him to to schedule this official visit. He was originally supposed to be coming out the second weekend of June, um, and then he ended up moving that up for whatever reason to this first weekend. I think just so that he can kind of fit in some other schools and get all his official visits done. Um, but hit that, you know, he is a one of the top linebacker prospects in the country, and not not only linebacker, but um, you know, I think he's like a top thirty or thirty five prospect overall in the whole 2024 class. So, gotcha. um, nice. and one of the, he's like a top five outside linebacker. Uh, he tells me he wants to play inside linebacker in college, but, um, either way, really good prospect. And then, you know, joining him out from California, a couple of receivers, um, quasi Gilmer and, um, Jordan Ross. I know that Ross is also going to be at the, the Wayne state showcase on Thursday okay. headed into the official visit. So, um, hoping that I can connect with him there and connect with him after, uh, and, you know, both of those two are, are really talented receivers, um, out there from the West. Gil-, Gil, Gilmer is a kid I haven't spoken to a lot, but, um, he's going to talk to me after his official visit. I'm going to kind of get to know him a little more, see how it goes with him. Um, but he's a really impressive prospect. He's six foot two, but can also, you know, he's got the size, but also can stretch the field is, is a problem in the return game, um you know, he's very, very talented and same with Ross. Um, and then, you know, Bronte Johnson is another receiver from uh, Indiana who, who's coming out. Also a very skilled player. Um, you know, he, he's going to have kind of his pick of, of the litter of where he wants to go. I think it's important that Michigan State's getting him out for an official visit because, um, you know, again, that's a, a really skilled player that, you know, I think they would love to add to their offense. He's, you know, I think some schools might even want to recruit him as a DB just because he's, he's very multifaceted, you know, he's an athlete. Um, but Michigan state likes him as a receiver. As far as I know, last I heard and um, you know, outside of him, you have uh Marcellus Barnes come in. He's a, a defensive bag from Tennessee. Uh, you know, after he got offered in April, I talked to him and he told me that he loved what Michigan state was doing and that he was, planning to get out to East Lansing to check it out so it sounds like he's going to get that opportunity this weekend and uh you know see see how he likes it it's another really talented kid um you have a Florida commit coming in uh, and running back Cannon Daniels who you Great know I don't know necessarily that awesome. Michigan State yeah. what what's that Great tape on
0: this kid. I mean, I, I think he's dynamite. So if they can get Kane and Daniels somehow, uh, pull him away from
1: Gainesville. Oh, yeah. I,
0: would, I wouldn't say no, necessarily. I wouldn't say no.
1: Yeah, I think that's going to be tough to do, uh, to get him away from the Gators. But, yeah, I agree with you. If you watch it, his stuff, it, it seems like, you know, every, every play is a touchdown or a big play. Um, and he just is able to make things happen. So that's another kid I haven't um, had a whole lot of conversations with yet, but I'm hoping to kinda of catch up with him afterward and see how it goes if, if I can get a hold of him. But um, you know, obviously Michigan State needs a running back or two in this class. And, you know, he'd be be a huge addition, but obviously getting him away from Florida is going to be tough. He's still going to be taking his Florida official visit after MSU, but just the fact that the Spartans were even able to get him to campus, I think kinda of bodes well. So if they're able to make an impression, maybe things will change. I don't have high expectations there, but still um, you know, it's a, a really talented kid to bring out here and um, hopefully they're able to, like I said, kind of make an impression on them, see if they can move things along. Like you said earlier, signing day is a long way away. Who knows what will happen, but right for now, I'd say he's still off Florida. Um, you also have another safety, a defensive back coming in right areas, Morgan. Um, you know, he's out of Alabama. Uh, I think he lives pretty close to Auburn and uh, he's... You know, so I don't know necessarily. I know that Auburn's had him in for a couple of visits. He might be planning to take an official there later. Um, not sure on that, but you know, it could be tough to kind of get him out of that area if you know he is high on Auburn and Auburn's high on him. But that's another another really talented defensive back. Like I said, any all, you know all of the kids they're bringing in this this week this weekend seem like you know they could eventually be good college level players. You know, someone could even end up being difference makers. So um, I think that, you know, he's he's another one that I'm watching out for, but I'm not entirely sure, you know, where he stands with Michigan State and vice versa. But again, after the official Mm -hmm. visit, I'll talk to him, I hope, and, and kind of get a better feel for him.
0: And we will be right back with our guy Ryan Oblennis of Spartans Illustrated here in a hot second to learn more about this weekend's big names. But first, I need to talk your ear off about Fan FanDuel Sportsbook. It is America's number one sportsbook in the land. If you listened to yesterday's episode, you would already know that Michigan State basketball, that's right, a lot of buzz going on around those Spartans. 15-1 to 1 to win the national title over at FanDuel right now. And also, well, yeah, that's not to mention all the NHL action, all the NBA action, all the MLB action. Let's not forget about golf, my personal favorite sport to bet on. It's going on over at FanDuel Sportsbook. And if you're a new customer, that gets sweeter with a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. Gang, that's right. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, there is no better bet place to bet all the action that america's number one sports book visit fanduel.com slash lockdown and get that no sweat first bet up to two thousand five hundred dollars that's right i'll say it one more time two thousand five hundred dollars in no sweat first bet that is at fanduel.com slash lockdown it's fanduel official
1: sports betting partner of the nba and then of course you have a couple of commits coming out this weekend as well um jalen thompson four-star cornerback out of Tennessee. He's, you know, he, right now he, he's the leader of the class. He's um, the highest rated kid in the class. And, you know, everything, you know, I, I've I've seen him at a couple of camps now. I've talked to him in person. He's a great kid, has a great family. I think he has all the makings of being, you know, an eventual lockdown cornerback for Michigan State. And, uh, you know, other schools are still going to try to go after him. But as far as I know, he's still only planning to, to OV at Michigan State. And, you know, It'll be huge for the Spartans to get him back on campus, reiterate everything with him. He's locked in right now. Um, again, you never know what what could happen, but you know, he's all green and white, and that's big for for MSU. And then Logan Bennett also told me that he's coming this weekend, offensive okay. line commit. Um, you know, he he's a kid who doesn't really like to publicize things. Um, he kept his recruitment pretty quiet and uh, committed after the uh, spring game. Um, but he, you know, he just, he kind of told me that Michigan state was just the right fit for him. He's got a, you know, a good relationship with coach cap, the offensive line coach. Um, and that's kind of, you know, why he wanted to be there. Cause he has such a strong relationship with him um, he, and he's a kid who plays a national schedule. So he's already going to come into, you know, to Michigan state to the college level and be used to kind of that higher level of competition. Obviously it'll still be a jump upward but you know um that's one thing that MSU likes about him so you know i think having thompson and bennett there to kind of help recruit some of these other kids who are going to be there on uh on campus during the weekend you know that that'll be big for them and hopefully they're able to uh to help you know uh lead some kids in the right direction for michigan state's sake but you know the and then the other uh perhaps visitor is Zadavian Sims? I don't know. Perhaps. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's, if he's that's coming the or not. Yep. Um, obviously, the day before he committed to Oregon, he announced his official visit to MSU. So, and then, you know, that after he committed to Oregon, some there were some reports and rumors that he might cancel all his other official visits. I don't know if that's going to be the case. Um, he hasn't gotten back to me on if, he, if he's coming or if he's not coming. So, you know, if uh, Michigan State can get him out there, I think, you know, he's obviously still a kid that they would like to recruit, even though he's committed. And, um, you know, obviously they've been building a long-time relationship with him. So yeah. even, but, you know, like we talked about, there's a, there's a big difference between being a verbal commitment and a signee, right? Especially in today's day and age with NIL and all this stuff. Um, And so, I mean, obviously right now, Oregon is where he's at. He's left in there, but... We'll see if if Michigan State can still try to push.
0: It seems like the drama then going into this first weekend is Sims going to step foot on East Lansing soil or will he not? But even if he's not coming there, uh, you also mentioned that the top two guys uh, are either canceling or rescheduling their visits. Regardless, still a good crop of kids coming this weekend. So I'm going to put you on the hot seat. Let's just treat you like you're an NFL GM. You you are the GM of Michigan State, and you get to sign – three of these kids of the kids that you just named, what three would you for sure want wearing the green and white? If you were a Michigan state fan uh, in 2024.
1: Now, are we counting the ones who already committed or not? Yeah. Yeah. I I like that. Yeah. Okay. So obviously we want to, we'll want to sign those two, make sure they come in. Um, But I think, you know, really, like I said, really any name on this list, Couple of them, even if if you can get them to commit and sign, like I think all these players are, you know, going to eventually be these, you know, good college players or eventual difference makers, or you know, at the very least, they're going to be good depth pieces that are going to push your players and practice and make you better. So I know it's kind of a cap out, but I I would really take <laughs> any of these players. But if I'm choosing one to add with with the two commits um, for me, it would be Dylan, will- Dylan Williams. Um, you know, like I said, he is a top 31 or something national recruit Um, you know he's out from the west coast so it's never easy to to get those kids to come to East Lansing especially after they've seen what uh what winter's like over here but um you know and I know UCLA he's high on them out there and I think he's taken his official visit there already he's got a few other ones lined up so it's definitely not going to be easy to get him to commit and eventually sign but um he's a great football player a great kid And he, you know, I think he would be one of those kids who's kind of, you know, an eventual leader. I think he is somebody who would fit uh, really well into Michigan State's defense. You know, obviously, a lot of the time there's only two linebackers on the field. You know, Scotty Hazleton experimented a little more with three linebackers a lot more often last year. But, um, you know, like I said, that's what I was kind of talking about with him is that a lot of people list him as an outside linebacker, but he sees himself more as an inside linebacker. So he would be, you know, and he thinks he'd be a good fit as either that kind of Mike or will um, backer on the inside um, in Michigan state scheme. So, you know, for me, for my money, that you know, that would be a huge get. That would be the kid that I would want to add with those two who are already committed. Gotcha. And I, I I'm going to have to, Go with something about Bronte Johnson, just
0: just fascinating. I mean, really, any of the receivers that are coming up, like Jordan Ross, Quasi Gilmer as well. Um, and, of course, Nick Marsh is coming, but later on in June, but we'll talk about him more uh, as his not just visit date, but commitment date comes a lot closer. But, man, there, there's a good crop of receivers coming in this June, and what a fantastic first weekend to get it kicked off with, with that trio right there. Um, I do want to pull out one name, and this is a kid that you know already has committed, and you referenced Kind of keeps it quiet here about his whole recruitment, and that is one Logan Bennett. But you are one of the people that have been inside of his camp. You've actually been able to talk to him. What drew him to Michigan State and just anything else about his recruitment that fascinates you
1: that uh, you just want to point out? Yeah, so I think it is, you know, it's not something that you see very often is a lot of of times today with everything that goes on with how college football has changed with NIO, with the transfer portal, with social media with you know these mega tv deals everything is out in front of you in your face you know these kids want clout they want recognition they want social media interactions they want to expand their brand so that they can get you know big nil deals and i you know i'm on board with all of that i get it but for him you know he wasn't really that wasn't really any kind of driving factor for what he was looking for in a school you know i'm sure he's still going to have nil deals and whatever but he's he's really just seems like a kid to me who wants to come in, work, put his head down, make the team better, get better around him. Um, You know, he's, he told me that he just felt like it was a really good program for him and he likes all of the coaches, like I said, especially coach cap. And he, you know, he's also close with uh, other members of the staff, like for example, um, Jacob Lale, who is, uh, coach caps is kind of assistant offensive line coach and uh you know he he visit I think he took an unofficial in late March and um you know I think that kind of just sealed the deal for him. He wasn't on campus for the spring game, but he did commit that day. Gotcha. Um, so Interesting. He, okay. Yeah. And you know he just he said basically like he he feels like you know Coach Kapilovic and, and Coach Lale and stuff they just kind of take time out of their day to to talk to him about who he is as you know not only a football player but also a person and I think that really kind of resonated with him um and he he just you know he just feels like there are also good coaches who are going to develop him and you know if his ultimate goal like most players is to get to the NFL he feels like Michigan State Coach Kapilovic Coach Lale those are the guys who are going to get him there and um like I said I mean I think that it's rare when you see a kid like this who, you know, who who isn't all about just like social media and clout and things like that. But I also still th- think that, you know, he's kind of an underrated player who's going to be, you know, eventually. It, it's always hard to project offensive linemen, how they're going to, pred- uh, you know, play in college, right? Um, Definitely. Because they're going to get a year or two of strength and conditioning get a lot bigger? Are they going to keep their same kind of athleticism that they have now? Obviously, when you're one of the top uh, high school linemen, you're you're dominating all these high school kids who are, you know, just worried about going to math class at the the college (laughs) level. It's a little bit different. Um, But I think that, you know, like I said, because he plays that that national schedule, he plays at St. Francis and, um, and Baltimore and they play teams like IMG Academy and they travel and they play the top. Uh, schools around around the nation, so you know that's something that's really going to prepare him. They like his toughness, his kind of nasty streak that he has when he's on the fields. Um, you know, he's and talking to him a couple times on the phone and whatever. He you know he he's a pretty quiet kid, but um, he's very smart. He's you know he he's really somebody who I think you know can step in, can be a good um, you know. I think he's probably projected to play on the interior, probably as a guard. Um, you know, he said he could play tackle if he wanted to, but, uh, likely, likely a college guard. And I think, you know, a couple years after he gets on campus, he could be one of those difference, difference makers in the trenches. So, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, like I said, a little bit different with him, but it's, you know, it's, it's not anything that's a bad thing. Like, honestly, I, I respect it a lot. It's just that he's, you know, wanted to keep things a little more on the down low and just come in and do his thing.
0: Right on. And Coach Cap just seems to be on a hot streak right now as far as offensive or crank, offensive line recruiting goes. Um, but you know what? There was a lot of great information, a lot of great visitors coming this week, and everything just seems great. But Ryan, it's time to flip the script right now because on Wednesday afternoon, that's right, it's time to shout about game times and channels, Ryan, because, yes, the networks, they dropped some early game times for our Michigan State Spartans. And hey, you know what? We got some good news. Let's start this thing on a high note. Let's keep the greatness going. Michigan State's home opener versus Central Michigan, 7 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. MSU versus Richmond, 3.30 on Big Ten Network. Maryland at Michigan State, 3.30 p.m. as well. And then MSU at Rutgers will be at noon later on this season. But hey, you know what? For the first month, If you are a season ticket holder and you love yourself some tailgating, these are great times because there are no noon kickoffs. Now the game in September that we did not mention just now, let's let's go to the – I'm calling it bad news for now unless you can change my mind, Ryan. Washington at Michigan State, top 10 Washington, that is. It's going to be one of the best home games this year. It is going to be one of the best games in the country on that date in week three. At Michigan State, 5 p.m. on Peacock. Only on Peacock. Only on p No, no. just because you're local doesn't mean that it's going to go on your NBC affiliates. Just because you're in the state of Michigan doesn't mean that you're going to get to see them on Channel 4 like you always do. No, 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 no. This is the Big Ten media rights deal now. We are all subscribing to Peacock to watch Washington MSU at 5 p.m. I mean, just like... <laughs> What? I, well, like, well, I know what I know that everything in the world is predicated on money now. I mean, I'm not stupid. I'm not naive. Of course, that's the way that everything goes these days. But like, God, stupidly enough, I thought that we'd like wean our way into streaming only games. Like I thought that, hey, maybe the Richmond game would be on Peacock. Like, oh, just something to wet your whistle. And then like next year and the year after that is when you'd really start seeing those big games being on streaming only platforms. But Ryan, here we are. And I do also want to add this. Sorry, cut you off. This isn't a Michigan State-specific thing. Michigan, I mean, a big, powerful brand name Michigan, their first game of the season also streaming on the Peacock as well. So this isn't just Michigan State bending over backwards. I doubt they had any say whatsoever in this, but just the way the world now, Ryan, I'm done ranting for now, um, unless you want to stoke more flames because this is uh, it's upsetting. But it's inevitable. It's inevitable.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I'm pretty much on the same page as you. I, I, I know why the move is made. Obviously, the goal is to drive subscriptions to Peacock, you know, owned by NBC Universal. And that's, I guess, how everything is shifting toward these streaming services. And, you know, I guess a lot of people don't even have cable now, so they might only use streaming services. But still, I feel like, you know, the majority of football fans, they want to watch a marquee game like that on broadcast television you know, on, on Fox, on NBC and yep. CBS, which were, of course, the the networks who are in this new Big Ten media deal, and and what I don't get either, though, it, it just seems like you are taking so many ratings away from your station, so many ad revenue dollars. Um, you know, what what is it, uh, Purdue versus Syracuse that they chose that week instead for the NBC, NBC game? Yep,
0: yep, and must see TV on that one. It, yep, can't <laughs>
1: that game. Yeah, I don't quite understand that uh, aspect of it. You know, I understand people are probably going to be upset at this. Like, you know, not everybody has Peacock. You have to pay extra for this. Um, People are, you know, like you said, people might just be subscribing simply to watch that game and then canceling. And, you know, is that really a great business model for them? I don't know. I mean, maybe they bank on people who sign up and then forget to cancel afterward. But um yeah, it, it's really interesting. I was not expecting that at all. And then also the 5 p.m. kickoff time, that's, you know, that's weird. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, interesting. So, you know, that, that doesn't, with Washington come o- coming over from the West Coast, that's not really, um, you know, a 5 p.m. start's not really going to affect their body clocks too much. So, yeah, I mean, that's it, definitely interesting. Um, I don't I don't necessarily agree with it. Like, you know, we both said I understand why the move was made, but I mean, that just feels like a game that should be on, you know, CBS, on Fox, on NBC, something like let people watch their teams. Um, you know, Michigan State fans, Washington fans are going to be highly interested in that. I don't remember what the ratings numbers were for uh, last year's matchup, but I think they were really high if I recall correctly. And yeah, so I, yeah, just kind of a weird decision
0: there's not a lot of great games that day. I think it's what Georgia versus South Carolina, I think it's the same day. And then Penn state versus Illinois. But like, it's, it's not like it's a competitive week for big games going on. And like the thing I'm bummed about, like, look, of course it's just a nuisance having to, Subscribe to uh, a subscription streaming platform, something like that. And, hey, you know what's always really reliable and never crashes? Streaming platforms. So, like, (laughs) God forbid you know, something goes on that week during the game. But it's also just a lack of exposure, too, for Michigan State because how many times do me or you or anyone listening say to themselves on a Saturday, hey, my team's not playing right now. Let's see what's on ABC, NBC, CBS, ESPN, Fox Sports 1. You know, just flip around channels. I'd reckon a lot of college football fans have said that. Do you know not do you know something that not a single college football fan has ever said in the history of their lifetime and probably won't for a few years? Hey, let me get off my cable package right now. Let's just throw on the peacock and see what game is on. Like it's it's only gonna be the the Michigan State fans and Washington fans watching this game. Unless you are like the sickest of all puppies and just like really, really need something to watch or have some heavy gambling action on it. But yeah, it's just the ease of just flipping through channels back in our old days, Ryan. They they are they're gone they're gone There's and I'd like it too. It's not it's not fun. It's not fun. So.
1: And I've seen, you know, some Michigan State fans making jokes about how Michael Penix is going to tear him up anyway, so maybe it's not maybe it's a good idea it's not on regular TV. might, you know, might be something
0: I, to that. There might be something I don't. To that. But, but yeah, let me I don't be angry. Yeah.
1: agree with that. I mean, I think Penix will have, you know, throw for a lot of yards like he normally does, but I expect yeah. a, a much more competitive game this time around, so yeah, also. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's that's just the old man yellow cloud thing. Again, you know, because there is a lot of good news for this. Like, these are some pretty fun kickoff times for the rest of the season. It's not all horrible, but, yeah, it's just that glaring, oh, great, got to pay, I don't know how much it is for the Peacock. I will learn in September because, hey, I'm one of those suckers that NBC is preying on. They could have this at $80 a month, and I'd probably still fork over the money to, you know, pay for just one month. But, yeah, it's – uh. It's, it's the sign of the times, and I just I just really wish it wasn't, Ryan. So that's that's where I'm going to end uh, my misery here. But, hey, Ryan, thanks again for hopping on, bringing us through all things recruiting, the official visit weekend. Number one of many for the month of June here. So anything you want to shout out before we let you enjoy the rest of your week?
1: Yeah, uh, come check us out at Spartans Illustrated on Rivals. Uh, subscribe. You know, it's going to be packed month of June with official visits. We're going to have recast. Yeah. We're going to have previews. We're going to talk to kids, be on top of all the commitments. So come check us out.
0: There we go. A lot of great stuff. Always happening at Spartans Illustrated. You guys are the best. Now go enjoy the rest of your weekend. Love you all.